Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's do it. Every Thursday morning, after a long night of Wednesday playoff action, just waiting for you in your podcast feeds as you wake up. It's Point Point of Contention. contention. (laughs) On the Athletic NBA show as a part of the Athletic Podcast Network, it's myself, Zach Harper, teeing up the toughest topics and questions to Marcus Thompson and Ethan Sherwood-Strauss with Jade Hoy producing every Thursday. Subscribe to the Athletic NBA show. Point of Contention. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to give you some of the craziest and most hard-hitting theories and takes of playoff action possible. And you'll get Point of Contention right in your eardrums. In fact... If you don't like it, we'll have a point of contention for you. Right here on The Athletic. Welcome to The Athletic MBA Show on The Athletic Podcast Network. All right. It's another edition of Hoops Adjacent on The Athletic MBA Show. It's DA here. It's hot in D.C. again. In the Bay, Marcus Thompson about to make family changes, <laughs> which which we won't go into. No, we but, can go into it. I'm 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 basically Angela Bassett in uh waiting to exhale. Remember we, <laughs> remember, <laughs> remember she was getting her clothes getting uh, kicking him out the house? Right. Yeah, that's yep. that's where I'm at. That's I'm, where you're at. Some people get, got get to go. Got, Some people got gotta to go. go. Gotta, gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> it's time. Two weeks is a long time, I'm telling you. Long time. It is a, it's I know. a long Believe time, me. buddy. Believe me. Like, you got to start what, paying some rent or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you got to do something. Buy a pizza every once in a while. You every know time I'm, I'm in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. <laughs> right. 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 Oh, man. And joining us, I don't know, are you on pins and needles? Amin Ellison, are you on pins and needles? We're taping this on just before game six, or do you not give a shit about your old team? Not, the not in the slightest. I don't give a shit. I, I, no, no, Amin. Even, no, we're not on. accepting that. Come this on. is part of your legacy. You <laughs> built it. Come on, Amin. Look, look, no, if, you got to take I, some ownership for this. If I lived and died with my former employers, then I would be. I mean, <laughs> think, be about, already, yeah, huh? think about I think about how many different That's things fair. just in the last well, I don't know, a month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'm just saying, though, like, th- there was a, a definite beginning to what we're watching now. And you were part of that. If for yes. nothing else, like, getting some of the the, the real talk that was needed. So I, I think you should claim at least, like, a right corner chip off the Larry O'Brien <laughs> should they get it. I uh, feel like you get you get your name on it or something. It's it's funny because they always add like you know Tory Craig obviously played for both the Bucks and the Suns this season. And people say, oh, he's yeah. gonna get a ring regardless. And to this day, I have yet to hear of a player who got traded away from a team who went back and got his ring when the team ended up winning. I've never heard a single player in the NBA do this. In the history of the NBA. Did Verizal not get his ring? They offered, the I think they offered him or something like that. But again, Verizal is different. Verizal is the guy who was there the whole time. And then they finally cut yeah. him in the year they wanted yeah. to. And he just happened to sign with the Warriors that year. I think that's a little different from 
Torrey yeah. Craig, who signed last summer with the Bucks and then got traded right. midseason because they had an opportunity to get PJ Tucker. Yeah, Torrey Craig ain't gonna get no damn ring, man. Like you know, he don't want a ring. <laughs> nobody would. Nobody does under those circumstances. Well, I I think I think didn't didn't Andy get his ring like a year later? Like maybe. I'm trying to remember. I might have that wrong. I thought I seem to remember that he got the ring like a year later. I don't know if it was when I don't know if he was still with the Warriors and they came to town or if they just brought him to town and gave him the ring. I can't remember for sure. Um, I'm sure somebody somebody from Cleveland will let us know. But look, there's got to be somebody like Julie Fye. Everybody loves Julie. Who doesn't love Julie? Yeah. You know, the, the longtime PR director for the Suns. Absolutely. There's got to be somebody in the building that you like pulling for. Oh, I, that, that you was there. Plenty of people. I love Julie Fye. Uh, my guy John Shoemate is still there. Sure. Mark West is still there. Uh, let's see who else. Trevor Buckstein, who's who's uh, right. a VP there. I know him. I mean, hell, like even uh, James Jones, who was there as a player when I was there. Uh, right. So, and uh, that's not to say like Book, I love Book. I mean, me and Book's dad, uh, Melvin, you know, we've had a friendship that's gone back some years now. So, I mean, like, obviously if Phoenix wins, there are going to be people I'm happy for. But it's not, I'm not happy for the Suns. I'm happy for Julie. I'm happy for Book. I'm happy for Mark West. Those are people I'm happy for. In the same way that if the Bucks win, I'm not happy for Milwaukee or for the the, the Bucks organization, but I'm happy for, uh, you know, Darvin Ham and I'm happy for uh, Barry Bond. Milt Newton. And, 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 uh, 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 What's uh what's my guy's name man? Uh, it's like I'm happy for Alex. Uh, I'm happy for my guy Alex over there. Like I'm happy for people in the organization, but I'm not happy for the organization. So man. so if this was like the Stanley Cup and everybody got like a certain amount of time with Delario O'Brien, <laughs> how long would you get based on your contribution to this championship? Th- this like championship right here? Yeah. You get, you get, get like a full day with I it. I get zero time. What 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 contribution <laughs> are you giving me? Nobody I'm trying to nobody make on you the roster like accept this. Nobody on the roster or even like this complete new people, man. Like I, I don't have the only person I have a connection with are the people I just named and Robert Sarver. And you're gonna be hard pressed to hear me say I'm happy for him. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just I think you're underplaying your value and I wanna up player value. Oh, no. You exactly. are in valuable. Fact, I, I'm, I'm, in fact, I think you should get you should get a, a, a cut of the championship bonus. That's all now. I'm now you you're know, talking. Something, something. Now, da, you're talking. If you want to slip me, if you want, if you want to like Venmo me some of that uh, playoff <laughs> bonus money, I'd be happy. Some to of that apply. sweet playoff cash. You know, I'm, none of this matters anyway because they're not going to win. Yeah. Wow, damn, Marcus, why are you throwing cold water on the on the Suns' chances? My bad. Come on now. Just because what, what what's the stat? Scott Foster. I mean, um, CP three is like one in sixteen in his last, last sixteen. Scott Foster and the games one he didn't play like in, right? Like <laughs> right, right, something like that. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. The first series Chris Paul ever clinched in his career was in two thousand and eight. They played Dallas in the first round. They won in five games, and in game five, the crew chief was Scott Foster. How about that? There you go. There you go. See, conspiracy theorists. Yeah. See, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. I actually won't be surprised if Phoenix wins, and I might look stupid. 
you know, when this when this finally drops on Wednesday, and they're and they're planning the parade down Milwaukee in downtown Milwaukee. But I actually, this series has been very close to me, and it will not surprise me at all if somebody that we're not expecting from Phoenix has a monster game, and we go back to the Valley for Game Seven. What 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 is your thought on this game as we uh, prepare for it? I mean, well, I mean, I think one of the things that Phoenix has been throughout the season, but definitely throughout the playoffs, has been consistent, right? They, they've been a consistent team. And so a three-game losing streak, the way they've lost, that first loss obviously was a blowout, but the last two have been kind of the vagaries of basketball. Sometimes you win, sometimes yeah. you don't, right? And, and you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, Milwaukee's got all the momentum. Like, Milwaukee almost blew that thing in spectacular fashion last night. Sure, right, right, right. Almost four minutes right. without scoring a point. Giannis missing two free throws. Uh, and, you know, yep. and, and, you know, Devin Booker and Chris Paul putting on their own little mini run at the end there to, to, to close it to one point. So for everyone feeling a great amount of confidence in the Bucks, I submit to you like, well, I mean, they almost blew it and they almost blew it in a very Bucksy kind of way. Right. The way, yeah. the way they've lost other games earlier in these playoffs. So if you're Phoenix, you, you got to say to yourself, look, our star player, Devin Booker is playing awesome. Uh, yes. Our team has overall played offensively well. Chris Paul had a shaky couple of games there, but last game he responded and played well. Played better. He played, played much better. better yeah. yep. um, mm -hmm. w w and we've been a great road team throughout the year. That's the thing that needs to be said, is that they've been a great road team, but Milwaukee hasn't in the playoffs. Yeah. Milwaukee's 6-6 six yeah. six in these playoffs. So there's a level of, if we can get this one, then game seven is back at our place and we the momentum's all back on our side. Sure, but obviously, sure. you know, they've got to find some answers to how to stop the Bucks and, and mainly how to stop Giannis. Yeah. I, I think they also gotta find some answers for how to score. They like those two games in Milwaukee, their offense was it wasn't the offense that we know Phoenix can play. I, I do think you're right. Like, uh, like it, all it takes is a Mikael Bridges, is a Cameron Payne, like it's getting one hot, guy, right? Just right, one hot. guy. Yeah. But they're averaging, I think, about a hundred, hundred one points in Milwaukee. Like, they're just a different team on the road because they do lean on a lot of. They, they lean on the collective. They get a, they get contributions from everywhere, and those guys are young. I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna go with. Like you're right. There's like absolutely Phoenix can win this game and push it to seven. I would actually prefer that, right? Like I feel like this would be an incredible game seven series in Phoenix in that environment. But I think I'm just leaning towards Giannis and Chris Middleton. Like they win these ugly games like that. Yeah, like they, I understand. Right, like right. It did, they they were man, they were so close to choking that off. But like that was a that would have been an epic collapse. But okay. they kind of live on an edge like that. This is who they are, right? So it, it feels a little like it's going to be close. It's going to be weird. And it's going to look <laughs> ugly. And then Chris Middleton is going to make a, a silly shot. Or Giannis is going to do something just because the Bucks and, and because I don't think Boonhoser should win a title, which means he's going to win one. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, what? I'm <laughs> glad somebody shares why do all hate? Why does everybody hate Bud so much? I why? I don't hate him. Because he's boring? I don't, yeah, he's boring, he but boring. you know. 
I don't, but he's not the he's not like the worst coach in NBA no, history. No, Come on. He's, not, he's not. He's not. He's a good coach. He's, he's a he's a good coach. Yeah, he's, he's a good coach. A good coach. Yeah, so yeah, why does good. everybody say he can't coach? He's actually made a bunch of good adjustments in this series. About like, damn they've time. done some really some really good exactly. stuff. Exactly. Like, all right, you, okay, you finally lived up to your ability. Would you want a cookie? <laughs> three years in Atlanta, three years in, to six years well, of being okay, a head coach, trying to make fair, an adjustment. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I what mean, you want the, a cookie? Was, he was slow to make hey, some adjustments. Like Chris Rock said, you don't get credit for what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I take care of my kids. <laughs> I take care of my kids. <laughs> I ain't never been to jail. No expectations, Evan. <laughs> You're not supposed to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, okay, all right, all right. So I, I I completely agree with you, and it's funny to me how the narrative of Giannis has now he is now cookies and freedom, as yeah. <laughs> as Aisha Tyler used to say about President Obama. He <laughs> smells like cookies and freedom. <laughs> um, now all of a sudden, every you know Giannis is everything that's great about sports. Y'all were barbecuing this dude. Not too <laughs> long last ago. Two years. Not too long because, ago. Because last right, week, right? Last week, because he because <laughs> he can't make free throws, and now he is the personification of athletic glory. I just love how the narrative changes depending on whether a ball goes in a basket or not. It's crazy to me. No, I mean, but that that's that's the irony of how we've turned it to consuming sports, and uh, and I'm assuming it's all sports, but I know for a fact. It's NBA basketball. We consume it with this weird kind of hindsight of waiting to see what the result is and then playing the result to go backward. Uh, Dan Lebetov mm. brought this up the other day. It's like two series ago, Drew Holiday was like, we gave up all these picks for this? Right. And then right. and then these finals, right. everyone's like, of course he was worth it. If you're close <laughs> and a Drew Holiday's out there, you give him the whole farm. You know, it, right. it could... It's one of those things where I feel like we're not allowed to say this. Like this deal could end up working for them in terms of helping them win a championship and, and specifically Drew Holiday's contributions to a championship and also be a deal they regret in a couple of years. They, these two things can sure. both happen and co- coexist. Absolutely. Or they could fall short yeah. and it was still the right thing to do. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Like, yep. like you, you can only do what you, what you're able to do in, in the window that you have. And so for a team like Milwaukee that had to push all their chips to the middle of the table to keep Giannis, you had to do everything you could. And they did. So whether they win or not, to me, it was the right move to make to bring Drew Holiday in. That's the best player you could get on the market Yo. to me. Like I don't know that there was somebody else better than him that you could get. Mm-hmm. So even win or lose, they did everything they could. Sometimes you lose. Yep. Sometimes you lose. In fact, most of the time you yep. lose in sports. Yep. That, <laughs> you know? That's the that's the dirty secret. The dirty secret is most of the time you are not going to be successful in your mission. Your mission is to win a championship. <laughs> most times you're not going to be successful. And but that doesn't invalidate everything you did. By the way, the, the one person I just thought of, I haven't thought of this this the whole season long, or the whole series long even. But do you think Bogdan Bogdanovich is like I wonder if they had leaked had leaked that I, I shit. Mean, I'd be right there. I thought about that. Yeah, I thought about that in the last series. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Like, as 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 they're winning and celebrating, is he like, right. man, this is <laughs> this is messed up? <laughs> With my OJ prize. <laughs> For me, that's what makes it like. That's what has always made the Bucks so frustrating. Is because you don't like. It's it's really hard to do. Your success rate is low. 
So there's probably nothing worse than a team that you feel like should be winning and and isn't, right? Like that's the part where it's like, but y'all are right there, kind of. Right. But but well, in, they, in the grand they, scheme, if they win, this will this will look and feel like the natural progression of things, right? Lose, yeah. lose, learn how to win, and then win it. Uh, but it just it feels like they should have already been in this position to me, anyway. Yeah. They remind me so much of Sacramento, of the Weber Sacramento teams. That is scary. You know, just like, you know, they made these big moves. They did everything they did was right from a personnel standpoint. There was this one super team that was in their way. They couldn't, you know, unfortunately for them, you know, they they got hosed in game six. I mean, there's no, there's no two ways about it. Um, but they still had game seven at home on their racket. And Paige just shot an air ball. Now, people forget about that part of it. No, you know what I mean? Game seven, like, game seven doesn't exist where everybody disappeared except for Mike Bibby. No one remembers right, that exactly. one. exactly. You they know what I'm saying? Like, seven. y'all never talk about that one. <laughs> Yo, he no. was so lonely in that game. <laughs> everybody disappeared. Everybody. Everybody. Like, it was there to win. That was a game they could have won by 15, 20 points. It's not like the Lakers played great in that game. I was there, okay? <laughs> they played okay. They didn't play great. And your boy, your boys, I should say, didn't come through. So well, that that's an interesting like concept. So let, let's presume the 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 Suns win Game Six, and now we get a Game Seven, and we really got two teams who never been in a spot before. Who who do you trust more? Uh, is it Phoenix at home? Is it Milwaukee, who's like been been through the the dredges before and know what it feels like? Right, like. Yeah. Like, who, who yeah. comes through in that situation? Well, it's funny because I heard Mikkel Bridges on NBA radio talk about um, what happened in game five. He said, we went up and then we kind of got a little comfortable, took our feet off the off the pedal, and, and they kind of blindsided us. And I thought yeah. to myself, that's if that's truly what happened, that's the kind of thing that happened to someone who hasn't had the heartache of – that happening to them before, right? Milwaukee, mm-hmm. uh, I guess three, two seasons, three seasons, whenever it was when they played Toronto in the first round in the uh, conference finals. Two, 19. Yeah, that was 2019. 19, right? Yeah. They, they were up 2-0 and up double right. digits in game three. And if you close that out, it's a wrap. Series is over. Series is over. Yeah. And then you go play against Golden yeah, State that crumbles and gets injured. And not, and you're the one that everyone's calling a genius and and great and yeah, right. and, and you know ha- having a parade right. Instead, Fred VanVleet, who has a son born the the night before, comes out and who's been. By the way, people forget th- this, and I will hold on to this forever. Fred VanVleet was awesome in those conference finals and awesome in the finals, and been as awesome ever since. He deserves every last dollar that he gets. But Fred VanVleet, up until Game Three of those conference finals. Was he absolutely was horseshit. He was awful. He was garbage through two and a half rounds of basketball. But then he turned it on, and game three turned yeah. into a, a, a Raptors win, and game four, and game five, and game six, and then it was game over. And instead of being, yeah. oh, we're here to take advantage of the, of the injured Warriors, we're sitting around looking what the hell just happened. And so you carry that with you. Suns haven't had that. This is their first letdown, really, of the postseason game five. That was their first elimination. This is going to be their first elimination game where they're the ones on the chopping block. So there is an element of like, oh yeah, even though you played great throughout these playoffs, this is your first time at the rodeo. 
Yeah. By the by the way, I mean they Van Vliet was three for twenty four against Philly yeah. <laughs> in that it's seven terrible. game series. Was it three for twenty four? Three really? for twenty four, oh. one for fourteen from three. Bef- oh. that was before he turned it on in the in the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> right. Wow. Wow. I will say this about a game seven, and I think, I mean, I think you're exactly right. I mean, Phoenix has obviously been great at home for the most part, and Milwaukee has been average, literally, on the road. Mm -hmm. But I will say this to your point, like, game seven, that game seven pressure, that crowd is tight from minute one. Like, they they, want to yell, but they can't because they're so nervous and scared they're going to lose. So that home court advantage that you expect to have in game sevens, you often don't have it because the crowd is as tight as the players and they can't bring it. They can't bring that energy that you need to get through those rough patches, I think. And so that's something to keep in mind too. I think that was, I think that like what Amina saying is one of the most underrated parts of the 2016 finals. Like the Warriors were the darling team who just beat everybody almost at will. And even when they had it up against the wall, they always found a way. And in game seven, like was the first time they looked like a team that had been there before. Like they had never felt that before. Right. And, and Marcus, LeBron you were there. Had, too. Yeah. You, you were there. That crowd was tight in game Boy, seven. They from, were yeah, not was, letting it go. <laughs> from, from open the tap. Like even the pregame Warriors chant had all kind of hesitance in it. Right. <laughs> it was like a question, Warrior? Yeah, but, but you could tell like you could tell LeBron had been through some stuff. You know, like yep. he'd been yeah. through wars before and yeah. like the Warriors, this was that was their first time, right? That was like whoa 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 wait a second hold on yeah. and the one yeah. guy who came through was draymond was unbelievable right like right. so right he was great th- there's something great. there there's there something to that but i do wonder if phoenix is so young that it's like man we don't even know what we do it like just shoot the right. ball cam johnson <laughs> right that's what you gotta do <laughs> yeah looking for an assist with your credit card but you can't get a hold of anyone luckily with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply. Yeah. Uh, no, it's gonna be. This is gonna be fascinating. I do want to ask you this. I mean, and we, we were talking about this before. Um, the whole notion, and I don't know. I haven't seen what the ratings were for Game Five, so I don't know if they were, you know, down from nineteen or you know, because you can't compare them to last year. So that was right. historically bad for all sports. But generally speaking, is Milwaukee Phoenix or has Milwaukee Phoenix been a good Finals, quote unquote, for the NBA? in terms of brand new teams, basically, for the for the masses and certainly for the casual viewers that don't know Giannis's story and they don't know Devin Booker's dad and they don't know, you know, they have a vague idea. They see Chris Paul from the commercials, but they've never seen him actually play in a finals game. Has this series been good for the NBA? 
Good in the short term? No. Good in the long term? Maybe Mm. because that's how it works, right, DA? It's like everyone has an origin story. It's hard for us to, to remember, but there was a time when people thought, Miami's playing Oklahoma in the finals? Who's this skinny right, Durant right, guy? Right. Who's this Westbrook? Yeah. They didn't know who those guys were. Who's this who's this woman he's hugging, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> right? So like right. But but that's right. where legends are born, right? On, on the final yeah, stage. That's yeah. why Kevin Durant grows to become who he is and Russell Westbrook. And and they get that kind of name brand recognition. Because the reality is, for most of the year, ratings are built on the hardcore people, us and super fans whatever yeah. the finals is about the casuals it's about i yeah. haven't watched a stitch of basketball all year long whoops who's on right now you know what my kid asked me about a month ago or maybe not a month ago. it was like two it was during the conference finals so about two weeks ago my kid turns to me and my kid's as casual as it gets when it comes to, to basketball my kid turns and looks at me he's like where's clay thompson like that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, is branding, right? That like my kid right. growing up, casual fan, but whenever the NBA finals are on, the Warriors are on, there's Steph Curry, yeah. there's LeBron James on the other side, there's Clay Thompson, right? Just right. Clay, I wouldn't call Clay uh, like a Q rating superstar, but right. the proximity right. to people who are known and the um the consistency of every year they're there. Makes Clay Thompson someone that my kid knew, like yeah, sure, sure. They're I gonna think that's spot on. They're, they're gonna be guys in this in on both of these teams that are gonna turn into those kind of names. But right now, they don't really do us no good, right? Because most of America <laughs> knows Chris Paul from the State Farm ads, knows Giannis yeah. because he's the MVP, and everybody else is a mystery. Even Devin Booker, even. The people who are following the Kardashians and all that. Like, Devin Booker's still... Right, right, right. Now, right. this is the thing that next year, I think Devin Booker's going to start an all-star game because of this. Yes. Because of what yep, he's doing yes, here. Yep. Yes. But, the, so in the long run, it might be great for the league because we got a whole new crop of young players that the league is getting acquainted with. But right now, yeah, the ratings are going to be trash and you just got to kind of accept it. You know what else is going to help is everybody's going to criticize this finals. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. And they're going to have right. to go out and basically prove themselves again, right? It, it reminds me, not to bring up the Warriors every time, but it reminds me when they won a title. Remember Doc and everybody was like, they got lucky. They got yeah. lucky. Right, right, right. So yeah, they're like, yeah. what? What? Who are you saying they're lucky? <laughs> then they go out and they start 24-0. But now everybody's going to be watching, and we're going to have this talk of injuries and COVID, and is this finals real? And that you know if these these indeed both of these teams are like championship caliber right so both of them will have something to prove especially the loser and now you get more teams and more superstars in the contender fray right like with the storyline i I mean this is exactly how it works right like even going back to magic right like magic blew up in the finals and the next year is like yo i want to watch this magic kid right and that's you feel the repercussions later for it when they actually called him tragic johnson that's it's it's still unbelievable it was was pretty bad though yeah one of of my favorite my favorite video clips that i have saved them on youtube is a 1990, I want to say, maybe it was mm-hmm. 91, NBA on NBC intro where Marv Albert's doing the little monologue in the beginning. And the, mono- yeah. and the monologue is like, uh, 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 
what, what's my man? Uh, Ernie Banks. Uh, you know, yeah. da da da. Never went to the World Series. O.J. Simpson rushed for seven thousand yards. Never played in the Super Bowl. Bob Lanier, the one of the great big men of the seventies, never went to the NBA Finals. And here's this bum, Michael Jordan. He's great and all, but what is he ever going to do? Is he just another one? He's got like it was. Lit. Oh, it's man. the craziest thing because the way they're talking about Michael Jordan is completely stripped away. Uh, it, it's very reminiscent, I've, honestly, of things that we hear today about great players who haven't won the big sure. one, right? Where it's Doesn't like, make his teammates better. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was yeah. the mantra in 1990. It was like, it was like religious cant. <laughs> like, you could not follow the NBA without believing that. You know what I mean? Like, you had you had to believe Michael Jordan didn't make his teammates better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, he's to okay. Come, to be serious about basketball. He's all like, right, right? <laughs> He's okay, but he's exciting yeah. to watch. But right, right, right. It is amazing. But again, it comes back to winning is the biggest deodorant stick in the world, and this is what drives Isaiah crazy. I know because Isaiah's like, I beat him. Like I beat him every year for multiple years. You know, like. Um, but once he beat, once Michael beat his team, then it was then everything got flipped on its head. Um, but that's 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 how it goes in this. I, I am. I will be very curious. How Giannis is treated, win or lose, whether they win or lose the finals this year, if Giannis will be kind of elevated into that perch of the elite, the most elite players who can who who get ubiquitous commercials, who get ubiquitous kind of off the court endorsements and things like that, um, because his origin story, to use your word, I mean, is is so different from just about everybody else's in the NBA, I do wonder. I remember this because I remember here in Washington when when the football team won the Super Bowl in 1988, and everyone was like, well, Doug Williams just had the greatest greatest game ever. <laughs> Quarterback history. He threw four touchdown passes in a quarter. He's got. He's going to be on the Wheaties box. He's going to get every endorsement. And he didn't. Well, <laughs> he didn't get anything. It's a, a little different dynamic going on there. <laughs> Yeah, no, but but to but to to that point though, is it really? Because we have talked, Marcus and I have talked about this multiple times the last couple of weeks. Giannis's story. People think like Giannis, oh, cute little immigrant story. No, Giannis grew up on the street. Okay, <laughs> he grew up on the street dealing with racism, bad racism in in Greece. His family had to deal with growing up, and that's part of his story. Now, y'all going to tell that? Yeah. Well, well okay. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So we, we know we know that. I think there's a Disney Plus series that's coming out based on Giannis's life, right? Yes, there's a scripted right, series. Right. So that's already the wheels are in motion right. on that one. I think it is a very central story, and he's talked about it. He's talked about, uh, you know, the Greek freak nickname, not. Like the Greek part not being so, because he's like I'm Nigerian. Also, he doesn't want that <laughs> right, part right, to right. be erased. And obviously, the, you know, the, 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 they love they love him in Greece now. But there was a time yes, when right. they didn't love him. There it. was it, yeah, exactly. It was down yeah. to tell us to go can back. I get to, can I get my papers? No. Yeah. <laughs> go back to where you, you came know. from, which is like a <laughs> right. real a real vibe that he had to deal with. I think for Giannis, um, what he's done in the finals, win or lose, it's changed. The, the conversation surrounding him because the conversation up until then was like, well, can he really? I don't know. Like, it was so ridiculous. I'm, I'm saying, everyone's like, well, if he can't hit the shot at the end, how's he your best player? I'm like, did nobody watch Kobe and Shaq play? 
Like Shaq right. will dominate for 47 minutes and then last minute give right. Kobe the ball. And, right. and Kobe do what right. he do, and that's it. He wasn't even on a court in the Indiana City game three, right? Right, like, right, right. Kobe. Fouled, well, he we fouled, fouled out, out. Right. and then yeah. Kobe yeah, in overtime. Yeah. So, so I mean, like it clearly we, it has a precedent where bigs were bigs, and sometimes you can't give them the ball, so someone else has to do the stuff, and it's division of yeah. labor. But, but in again, because where we've arrived as a society, we've distilled everything down to the last shot, uh, you know. As if to say, we miraculously arrived at this point in the game. Don't worry, don't worry how we got here. We're here, and so now the best player has to win. Wait, how did y'all get here? How did we win all those games? How did we win those first few quarters? Who's doing it night in, night out? And that's what Giannis is doing, right? But what's happened in this series, that hasn't changed. He's still doing that, but I think the Bucks are doing a better job of recognizing, oh, yeah, maybe we shouldn't throw him the ball 23 feet from the basket and say, save us. Maybe right, right. In the same way that we wouldn't do that to Shaq. Right. We'd put him on yeah. the block. He gets it down there. He's going to try and dunk. And Best case scenario, we get an and one. Worst case scenario, we get two free throws. Someone's in foul trouble. And everybody else marches in a procession to the free throw line because they're, the whole team's in foul trouble. Uh, right. that's, that's how you use the guy. And now that they're using him like that, People are starting to cut that, that's that narrative is thawing away. However, I go back to my original point. If they lose game five and he missed those two free throws, oh, he's a bum. He's back to being a bum. <laughs> he's a bum again. Yeah. He's a bum again. <laughs> he's a bum. That's you exactly know, what there's yeah, oh, you can't, you can't no win question. with him. You can't, you can't win him. Well, you know, I think like for, for one of the things that's great, especially like you talk about the casuals, I, I do think people casuals are getting to see how likable Giannis is as a personality. I, yeah. I do think that that's going to help him, but I'm much more interested in like, obviously we got Booker and we got Giannis. I'm interested in who else is coming up. Like who, who's going to get the windfall. Who's going to get the endorsements and the plug. They probably wouldn't have got, but now they're on a the final stage and they're ready to cash in. Cause you know, it was Draymond. Draymond yeah. came up in the, uh, you know, in the finals just because, you know, like he remember he, before he was just like uh, he's a good player you gotta right. really know basketball <laughs> to know how good he is yes. and then he becomes this like kind of smile direct figure club. like the star figure i wonder right. who is that gonna be is like you know is drew is it drew holiday i think it's is drew it, holiday yeah drew, i'm hoping it's bobby portis man i feel like bobby portis, bobby, portis bobby portis gonna get some local TV love, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Be, it'll, be like, it'll be like it'll be like malt liquor for Bobby Portis. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. He's not gonna get now. Giroux is, you know, because he's got brothers in the league. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Uh, oh, Justin and Aaron. You know, Justin help. and Aaron definitely hit the jackpot too. Yeah. Oh sure, <laughs> the Holiday sure. brothers right? on the couch. The holiday, uh, sure. His, Lauren, and, you know, his wife's an yeah. athlete. Yeah. No, you know, she's, they a, don't get you know a she's a big time athlete. Endorsements, you know. they doing it wrong, right? Yeah. They need to, they right. Need <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That one's got to be ready they to roll. Get, uh, I, you know what I mean? That, I want. I want to say no. I want to say uh, Bobby Portis is going to be doing stuff for Menards. Right, and that the, 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 That's good. the, the commercial, right, right, right. I got the commercials you. that come on the local you. TV in Milwaukee, right. like Pep Boys or something like that. Pep you know Boys, what I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Campaign about to be the man of Phoenix is my league. Oh, one more for Milwaukee. Brooke Lopez got to. Got, oh yes, no Disney yes. World. He could definitely do the quirky thing. He could definitely do the quirky thing. Yes, yes, Disney for sure. World, for definitely sure. a Disney World act. Yes. He lives. He lives to on. Lean into that. You know, he got. He, they, he owns a house like. 
in Disney World. You know how they have those communities down there? Where they, <laughs> right. Yeah, he lives in one of He's got one of those. So he's definitely at Disney World. Right. On the sun side. And he could. Oh, so go ahead. Yeah, yeah he could. He could bring he could bring his brother Robin into oh, it too because Robin is that same kind of quirkiness again again like something where Robin's trying to go to Disney World like I won the I won the championship with the Bucks and like and then Brooke shows up like Mm-mm. still trying to get over huh little brother and then yeah, like, right right for the for the Suns ooh I, well Mikael Bridges definitely is gonna get some and DeAndre and they're both gonna get. Something, some placement somewhere. Cameron Payne's an interesting one because I think Cameron Payne's not going to be there next year. I think he's really. Oh yeah, it's a numbers game. Huh. It's a numbers game. Yeah, he okay. he he okay. did what the every impending free agent's dream. No, let me take that back. He fulfilled the dream of every unsigned minimum player who was on partial guarantee, which is if I just get my shot, I can show them I can play. And then I'll parlay it into a multi-year, multi-million dollar deal. He's gonna that get, might be an even bigger come up than a couple commercials, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thirty mil. I think he'll get right. something like thirty mil over three, and the Suns are gonna be like, wow. "Thanks, but we don't need to pay ten million dollars for a backup point guard." Yeah, right. especially when they gotta play. Wow, they gotta pay Aiton. They gotta pay Bridges, they pay and then they gotta yes. pay Chris Paul, and that's number one because Chris Paul's actually gonna be a free agent. So I think a, what? Yeah, a numbers game. Yeah squeezes pain out but it's no problem because if i'm if i'm campaigns family or friends or his business advisor bro you did what you're supposed to do i know it's great here and you you played great and they fit you whatever but your mission right now is to lock up the generational wealth you yeah. you, you have no loyalty to these people we're going to try to the bag nickel and dime yeah. you just so you fit yeah. in their plans no man right. go out you got you make sure your family's taken care of past you past your expiration date as a player and then, and then, right. And then figure out trying to win and being the right fit and all that. But right now the, the priority for him has to be get money. And now two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream direct TV satellite free. Hey Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get direct TV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is you can stream direct TV over the internet now. Oh sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream direct TV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECT-TV. Terms or restrictions apply. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Do you think there's any chance, as long as we're speaking of free agent, is there any chance that Chris Paul doesn't come back? That he goes somewhere else? Yes. Like like eight hundred or thousand miles to the west. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a chance. And and here's why. Again, now now I'm putting myself in the role of advisor to Chris Paul. This organization missed the playoffs ten years in a row. Yeah. You showed up and you took them to the finals and maybe even a championship. You did this. You accelerated yeah. this program. Eight no in the bubble doesn't erase 25 and a million or whatever they were outside the bubble. <laughs> right. that, that happened too with these Facts, same people. Yeah. 
You're the yeah, one that changed yeah, the yeah. culture, changed the tone, made these players better. Listen to how they talked about you all year long. So this isn't about, you know, them or even Monty. It's about the man upstairs with the checkbook, making sure he understands, I gave you this. You were the laughing stock of owners in this league. Yes. People yes. call you the worst owner, worse than Jim Dolan, worse than uh, Glenn Taylor. They're going, you the worst Daniel owner. Snyder. And Daniel Snyder. Yeah. Well, yeah. the worst owner in sports, yeah. that may be, right? I, yeah. I've erased that. Now, how many times have we talked about the, even like the Cavs when they were winning, we're all like, yeah, but Dan Gilbert's still not. Doesn't yeah, absolutely get right, yeah. Because cause I'm, <laughs> right. obviously the high profile shit he did when LeBron left. But like, right, we right. haven't mentioned once Robert Sarver's name throughout this entire time. It's almost like he's been erased. And if you're just joining us right now, you're thinking, wait, uh, being erased? I mean, that doesn't sound like a good thing. It does when they call you the worst owner. <laughs> that's that's an amazing feat. I did that to you. And so I'm not taking a penny less than Max. Oh, sure. I was sure. third in MVP voting. I'm not taking yes. a, one cent less than Max. You pay me everything. And we can yes. keep this thing going. Or... Or you could not pay me and see what happens. And you go run. back to being a worse owner. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> right. And, and by the Watch way, the that's come always back. a risk with him. Yeah. That's why I tell everybody. It's like he goes through stretches where it seems like he figured it out and he got it. Okay. Then. But he can't help himself. It's going to rear its head at some point. It might be yeah. two years from now. It might be two weeks from now. We don't know. Right. You never know. And that's why it's so important when you're the Phoenix Suns. We got to do all the winning we can while we have the opportunity to do it before he changes right. his mind. You cannot let Chris Paul walk to either. And they're both possibilities. The Lakers for short money or the Knicks for all the money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like you can't let that happen if you're the Phoenix Suns. And, and, you know, it would be bad enough to lose them, but to lose them to L.A. or, or New York? Well, it would just, oh it would just solidify... The, the perception that you're not a you're a small market team like yeah it's nice yeah. you went to the finals and all but i really want especially if he, i don't know what's worse to be honest with you if he goes to the lakers there's that division rival thing obviously sure things he goes to the knicks like really bro you'd rather right. you'd rather play there <laughs> you'd rather be there right. yeah. but but yeah but if you're chris paul the insulation you have is well they paid me what i'm worth and my man over here right. tried a nickel and diamond so you're you're right, Dia. Yes. There's no there's no opportunity now. I think if they come, hey man, here's the max. Thanks for everything. I think he signs real quick because the reality yeah. is beyond it being a good situation, a good fit, uh, winning all that stuff. The proximity to L.A. means something to Chris Paul. I, I've said this many times. Mm -hmm. If if Phoenix were located an hour away from Oklahoma City, I don't know if he would have approved a, a trade there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. it's proximity to L.A. and the ability to keep his family in L.A. not have to keep, take kids out of school or change up yeah. his family's routine. That's big for him. And and obviously, L.A. is a hop, skip, and a jump away from Phoenix. So as long as the right. money's like right and respectful, I think he returns as a Phoenix son. But the moment you open that door, I mean, Marcus, you remember right. this with, with with Steph, right? Remember when they're like, maybe yeah. Steph will take less on that on that last deal he just signed. <laughs> and everyone was like, "You better not fuck this up. Not one iota. Not, not even a second. Not a, yeah. Not yes. even a hint of it. Because if you do, you open yeah. that door wide open for him to say, yeah, they don't respect me.' Right. No, I agree. Uh, with so, you. I, but I, do you want? It's 
the things you talked about about stability and proximity and the fit, right? And Monty and Chris Paul's played for what three teams in the last four years. So another move will be four in five years. Mm-hmm. How is is you, I wonder? I wonder is 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 it time for is Chris Paul thinking I need to sit down somewhere, right? And maybe I don't want to go across the country to New York for right. more money. Yeah, that, I wonder yes. about that yeah. part of it. But right. I, I mean, right. if if it's comparable, right? Right. If it's close, I, that's what I wonder. I'm I'm with you. Take the max, you know, every nickel possible. Just if not not for if not for him, he got to do it for the for the players union, right? Right. That's like, that, man, that, right. Right. You right. got to do it because yeah. you're the president and you got to get every nickel. But man, he's been moving around a lot, and it feels like he's got a good fit. I wonder. I wonder how much that plays into whether he is max or bust, or if he says let's work something out. Uh, it, it 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 most possibly could. The thing I think about though, beyond as the players players association president, having to keep the market value where it is. The other conversation is just, do you respect what I did for you? Right. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, you know, yeah. he makes plenty of. And money. there's a chance they don't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and with that guy, you know what I'm saying? With that guy, and really, yeah. what, what, I say that guy, but like all owners are are like this, right? We we the, the new story came out last week, right? That. Steve Ballmer played, paid less in taxes than LeBron James right, did. Right. But there yeah. is something, and, and the players are very aware of this. Like, they're aware of that story. They're aware about these dynamics, right? They're aware about these inequities in which these 30 men, or I guess uh, 28 because uh, Benson in New Orleans and Bus in, in L.A. Yeah. Are, are, are women. Oh, and uh, 27. I forgot Portland as well. The, correct correct yes but yes. these these 30 wealthy people get to skate on a lot of things right it, it's it's yeah. kind of like you, we've all seen this right the richer you are the more these you get things for free somehow right <laughs> right oh you want to go to uh delilah in las vegas oh no we got a comp like and and the rest of us schmucks are like can i pay 500 dollars to to please <laughs> sup at your establishment <laughs> Right. And and so when you are, when the proximity is there and you see it, you see it happening. Like, look at all of the breaks as the Players Association president. You're seeing all the breaks that these guys get. And then you look and this guy that I saved, I saved you. I saved your organization. Comes to me and say, "Uh, (laughs) it's not even about I need the money. This is my last opportunity to make this. It's like, do you not? Is everything just people doing favors for you in your life? Everyone's bending over for you. Like, hell no, nah, man. Yeah. Pay me what I'm worth. Yeah. And I, I you know, I'll give, and I, I'll give Jeannie Buss credit on this one. Cause she, they gave, they gave Kobe the valedictory. You know what I mean? At the end of his career, they were like 50 million for two years. Yeah. He's earned that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like there was no arguing about it or discussion or debate about it. Oh. They gave him the boat. Oh, DA, let, let me be clear. If I'm a, in a front office perspective, that was awful, right? The big yeah. difference between Chris Paul and Kobe is that Chris Paul has this organization right now on the cusp of content, you know, on the cusp of winning, right? Yeah, yeah. And Kobe, yeah. at the time, we knew uh, he not he's not pulling this muck out of the out of the out of the swamp, right? right. It, it was just basically for the right to have Kobe on the team. So really, yeah, okay. what Genie Bus did wasn't so much of a thank you to Kobe for things that he'd done. 
or a, hey, Kobe, save us again for things that he might do. It was, there are three years left or however much, much left in his guy's career. Can we, I'm a milk. can we continue to sell tickets? Can we sell our, that's fair. our that's fair. TV that's deal that's for $20 million a year? Yeah, yeah. That's what it was about. Right. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I, okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. I'm giving people too much credit, I guess. <laughs> That's, funny. <laughs> that's fair. They're billionaires, that's fair. Hey, they're not. No, I got not you. Nice I got people. you. I got you. Well, well man, they're not even. <laughs> are they even people? Bezos, I don't know. Bezos <laughs> went to space, came back, and popped champagne. Meanwhile, like you know, what's the joke? Is like it took him 15 minutes to do that, or as they call it, at Amazon employees call it, my lunch break. Right? It's like right, right. Like, like I get it. It's great that someone was rich enough to pay for their own trip to space and took a teenager with them right. for some reason, and his brother, and right. and some old guy. Right. But the reality is, like, man, like these people are—they're not like us. I'm sorry. I, they are not. No, they're not no, like that's us. True. They're not they're like not us. Like, they're not like us. But you are like us. Amin El Hassan of Meadowlark Media. He's the the. The bon vivant of sports media, whether it's podcasting or the great Patino game on Twitter, I, 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 I'm a big time fan of the Patino game. I, oh, I think yeah. the creativity, I got, I got a good one for you if Phoenix goes out. I've already decided who it's going to be. This is what and we I do now, of, right? We start thinking yes. of how we're going to participate. <laughs> <laughs> we're looking at like old media guys. Like, <laughs> exactly. You, you've Don Bushy is Don Bushy. Yo, you can't. I'm not even playing. I can't I'm hear. I'm sitting the, here in a, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead and be. No, I was going to say, I can't hear Don Bushy's voice without hearing Al McCoy say it. Don Boosie. Sure. That's, that's, a, right. that's a very <laughs> Al McCoy said this name voice. I'm in an exactly. old bookstore, right? Looking like, like you know, where, where you just buy old stuff. And the sport, you know, the sports section and those things are always like a little, like heck of small, mm-hmm. right? Like right. they don't care about sports at all. It was like three books and it was like a stack of old media guides. And I'm literally thinking, like, okay, this 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 Patino game fodder right here. I'm about to find, <laughs> I'm about to find something. And it was like Philly. I think it was like a Philly one. I was like, I don't know when I'll get to use this again, but I know I'm going to get to use it. Let's see, <laughs> let's see who I can right. find from '74 or something like that. Like, <laughs> Henry Bibby. <laughs> <laughs> That's Man, great. I mean, thank you for joining us, my brother. Oh, any- Continued success. Anytime. And, uh, Man, it's been, it's always great having you on. It's always great listening to your to your point of view. I still think you should get a little bit of like like Marcus said, a little flick of something, um, silver, man. something. I know this. When we come to out. Phoenix, you paying if they win the title. Yeah, that right. <laughs> well, well, let's see if that Venmo hits. If that if that cash app, <laughs> <laughs> that cash app request hits. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> All right, y'all. Enjoy Game Six. Enjoy the rest of your week. Leave that five star review on Apple Podcast, on Spotify, on Google Play, wherever you hear this fine American podcast. And if it's less than five stars, Marcus, what should they do? Keep it to yourself, haters. (laughs) Keep it to yourself. Later. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for being. Appreciate you.
Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.